1: y'all i'm dustin and i'm kaylin and welcome to libations and revelations welcome
0: to libations and revelations i'm
1: kaylin i'm dustin we're married (laughs) we work together
0: we have four kids
1: and we thought we'd talk about conspiracies Drink some hooch along the way.
0: Yeah.
1: So, Kaylin, tell us a little bit about libations and revelations.
0: Ooh, a loaded question. Okay. Um, so, basically, what we will do each week is, or bi weekly to start,
1: sponsors um, will determine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on social media. Um, is we are going to delve into various conspiracy theories around the world and. Before each story begins, we will choose a beer or a spirit from the area that we will be discussing and drink a little bit, kind of talk a little bit about the alcohol, the libation, if you will, and then delve into the case for the day.
1: Yeah. And then um, as we kind of go along, we'll kind of point out the merits of said conspiracy and uh, determine how drunk I'll need to be for you to convince me. It's true, or I'll be drunk, one or the other. So. All right. So let's start out today. What are we doing?
0: All right. So uh, do you want to start with uh, alcohol?
1: Yeah, uh, I'll always start with alcohol. Uh, <laughs> but today we are talking about uh, the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter, which, uh, if you don't know, takes place in Kentucky. Uh, Kelly being a small, unincorporated area just north of Hopkinsville, Hopkinsville currently is about 30,000 residents, and it's just north of the Tennessee border. Um, And today, we are drinking Ruddles Mill, a uh, whiskey, uh, straight bourbon whiskey out of Kentucky. So, without further ado, we're going to have a glass. Thank you. That's totally a specific pour. Yeah, I
0: I can tell that you gave yourself the full one. Well, you know... (laughs)
1: been working all day okay.
0: Oh, have
1: you? hmm. okay. So, yeah okay so <laughs> well that's work for some people <laughs> um so kelly hopkinsville um kaylin why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about what happened here
0: yeah absolutely so um this case took place in 1955 um and it was widely known because so many witnesses saw it and so I think that's why it got so famous so quickly at the time. Um, and it's continued to carry on at that point. Um, so, yeah. So it was a Sunday night. Um, it's dark. I'm going set to the, set the scene for you. What year? 1955.
1: So everything was in black and white?
0: Yes. Okay. Everything was in black and white. <laughs> um, but it was super clear skies, um, kind of hot. They said lots of mosquitoes. And there are these two families that we're going to talk about. And there's a lot of people. So I'm going to kind of pause here and there and just kind of refresh you from where Yeah. are at. Um, so the Sutton family actually are the owners of the farmhouse where this entire encounter takes place. Um, and they refer to Kelly as a village. It is nine, almost nine, eight, nine miles north of Hopkinsville. Um, and there's a handful of houses, like, Train crosses. It's BFE. Yeah, 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 a little bit, yeah. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, um one of the gentlemen starts the evening at about like seven thirty, just when everything kind of kicks off, and he goes outside to their well. They didn't have running water inside to get like, I guess, a pail of water. Do you say a pail of water?
1: Nineteen fifty-five. I don't know. Those are
0: invented yet. <laughs> they well. He goes out to the well to get a pail of water and he comes back in and he claims he sees lights in the sky and he watches these lights travel and land in like this ravine area. Which
1: gentleman is this?
0: This is the oldest Sutton brother.
1: So one of the boys.
0: Yeah, one of the boys.
1: Of Um, Of the family that owns the ranch.
0: Yes. So- Whole encounter starts at eight o'clock on Sunday night, and everyone's inside in this set in farmhouse, right? And Billy Ray Taylor is kind of known for being.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah, (laughs) Billy Ray.
0: (laughs) Is known for being like the family like goob, right? Like he is super dramatic, and nobody really takes anything he has to say to heart half the time. It's It's
1: just a regular Billy Ray.
0: Yeah, regular Billy Ray. And so he goes out to the well to get water, and he comes running back in this house with this, like, wild story where he sees a flying saucer, and it's this, you know, these bright lights, and he he claims he watches them land in this ravine, and it was real, his quote was, it was real bright, and all the colors of the rainbow, and everyone kind of just tunes him out, like, like, oh, yeah,
1: Billy Ray, yeah, whatever, Continue. Um, Your mullet's flapping in the wind, son. That's what. That's how they used to to fertilize back in 1955. Yeah. Did they
0: have mullets
1: in 50s? It's probably all they could have.
0: Fair. Yep. They didn't have running water. So. No. So the family finds it amusing, but they don't take him seriously. Like, oh, you saw a shooting star or whatever. And they talk about it, and then everyone kind of pushes it off as a joke. No one goes to investigate. Everyone just continues on with their evening.
1: What is that? Eight o'clock.
0: Yes. So it's already dark. So, yeah, it's okay. about seven thirty. Yeah. So, um, about half an hour or so later, this is this is when things really start. This is about eight o'clock at this point. Um, the dog starts. The family dog starts to bark violently. It just starts losing its mind outside. And Lucky Sutton, who is the other half of this story, he's kind of the like he's the main guy. Everybody listens to what Lucky says.
1: Is he is he a brother? The father?
0: No, he's just one of the. I think his mom's the one that owns the farmhouse.
1: The Sutton's. Yeah, the Sutton's yeah. own it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So he's like...
1: So you got Billy Ray. Yes. And then you got Lucky.
0: Yes. And they're in like their 20s. Okay. Yeah. So Just, just good old boys. Good old boys.
1: Might smoke at the hospital. Because you were allowed to do that back then.
0: <laughs> so they go to the back door, right? The dog's barking. And they're looking out to see what's bothering him. And like they look out and they look at the dog and the dog starts whimpering, puts his tail between his legs, and then runs under the house. Okay. And they kind of think to themselves, all right, kind of weird, whatever. And they look out across the yard, and they see this strange glow coming from the fields behind the house. And as it comes closer and closer, it appears to be, they put it in quotes, man, because when this has been publicized and news reports have brought it out, it becomes Little Green Man, and it never was a Little Green Man. So, a
1: humanoid figure. Yes, exactly. Not probably in their, like, lexicon, but yeah, yeah, it's a humanoid figure.
0: Yeah, so they refer to him as, like, creature. You know, this small creature, and they... Accounts have said between two and four feet. So, small, oversized head. They said his head was almost perfectly round. In fact, um, the grandmother, the oldest Sutton that we'll talk about in a little bit, she talks she describes it as like a five gallon like jug head. It's right. huge. And he had arms that extend almost to the ground. And these huge hands at the end of his arms that have talons on the end of it. So they actually had a guy come and sketch the creature. And so I was gonna let you like show you the pictures Our the listeners. first time. Well I'm gonna like well I, we'll put it on, <laughs> but I'm gonna let you see Guys, it. <laughs> I'm gonna let you describe it to everybody. So that's the sketch that was created based on. Yeah, their so account.
1: you guys can't see it. You can look it up online, but um, this humanoid sketch is just like a dude, but like not of this world. And he's got a huge head with like like it almost looks like Bat Boy from like you know the supermarket um, like when you're checking out at the grocery line back in the day at HEB and they had those like tabloids. It looks like a Bat Boy
0: zero idea of what you're speaking of.
1: okay go ahead and stop the show i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i
0: thought you were going to give a more like vivid
1: yeah it's like a dude well not a dude it's a humanoid figure with long arms like all the way down to the ground a head like a pokemon ball with ears on it
0: they're like really tall and he looks pointed. kind of sad in this picture well he they never talk about a mouth and so oh. They just kind of put a line, um, and they talk about that a little, or I'll bring it up a little bit later. Um, what that mouth
1: do? I guess nothing because it doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> I need you to not. <laughs> it's
1: this whiskey, this Ruddle's Mill. was fantastic.
0: It is very good, actually.
1: And we're drinking it neat, so nothing else. Um, I picked it up at Twin Liquors today. I recommend getting some.
0: So myself. anyway, um, back to this story. So um, – they see this creature humanoid thing. He's glowing and he gets close to the house and he has these glowing yellow eyes and they're not looking forward like they're not in front of his face, they're like on the side, they're kind of like between like bulbous looking. And it appears from accounts from Lucky and from my my Billy Ray. That, <laughs> that yeah. he was like a silver metal, um, and it's, like
1: skin. Yes, they yeah. describe it to look like, like metallic, skin, but it's yeah. metallic
0: and it glows. Okay, and they said that it lights like what you'd see on the dial of a watch. You know, like the old school digital watches when you click them, like it kind of like that yeah, yeah, like color. luminescent. Yes, and they said that the creature's hands initially, like he walks up and his his hands are raised up as if Quote unquote, Like this is a quote from Billy Ray. Someone told them he was about to be robbed. Like he comes up with his hands C- like that.
1: Classic 1950s yeah. descriptions.
0: So they're confronted. They're scared. And the men actually grab guns. It's instinctive. Something to shoot with. Protect yourself. Right. And so Lucky and Billy Ray arm themselves with a 20 gauge shotgun for Lucky and a 22 rifle for Billy.
1: Okay. Yeah. A little 22. Yeah.
0: And so they kind of come back into the house to wait and see if the creature continues to move forward. And when he gets within 20 feet of the back door, they start shooting at him. And they claim...
1: So the so the, the thing is just walking towards the house yes. with his hands up, mm-hmm. like he's going to be robbed. Yes. And these dudes are like, well, fuck, we better shoot it. Yes. All um, right. But- just want to make sure I understand.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: This dude's surrendering, better open fire.
0: Well... I feel like if you saw that coming at you. But not, you so they fire directly at him or they fire yeah, a warning they, shot? No, they fire at him. And they say that he does what is called, like, they keep referring to throughout the story as a flip. Like so the, the very backwards. first
1: interdimensional war crime, <laughs> according to Geneva Conventions. Fantastic.
0: <laughs> so he, run, he runs away, like, back into the darkness. And Lucky and Billy wait a few minutes. They go to the living room where the women are. And another creature appears at the window.
1: Okay, so not the same one.
0: They don't know. So they so this smoked is,
1: his ass. And, we don't
0: know that. So this is well, where, they said he flipped
1: when they shot him. Yes, like okay. he flips
0: backwards and scurries off. Oh, but, okay. So this is something that has been widely, like, it's reported in newspapers as 12 to 15 little men show up at this house. And then other stories have said it's an army. But if you talk to the family, they say you only saw about two at a time. So we don't know if there were that many or if
1: what they're seeing, they were
0: scurrying off, and then just cu- it was the same creatures coming back. Yeah, they do talk about the speed at which they're able to move or to float. Um, so they think they hit it. They fire through the window, and they again does this flipping thing the boys keep talking about, like somersaults backwards, and he disappears. And so they're waiting around. Everyone's scared at this point. And they, Taylor, which is Billy Ray. Hell yeah. (laughs) He's the one that that fired through the screen, okay? And he says, I'm going to go outside, like, I'm going to step out. Let's see if we've actually hit this creature. And so as they start out the front door, this is, like, the most talked about and scary incidents in the entire story. Okay. A hand comes down from the roof and, like, grabs his hair. Billy Ray. Yes. Grabs his mullet. (laughs) Grabs him right by the mullet
1: just hey and his claws probably get stuck cuz they didn't have conditioner.
0: So, and he's
1: the, the, the tangles of his mullet.
0: So there's the family starts screaming at him and they're trying to grab him back in the house. Lucky's right behind him and so Lucky pushes past him into the yard, turns around with his 12 gauge shotgun towards the creature on the overhang of the house, fires it and it, it knocks off the roof.
1: The creature. Yes. Unhanding Billy Ray's mullet.
0: Unhanding Billy Ray's Head. Oh. He yes. He gets knocked off the roof. And then Billy Ray looks to the side and there's one in the tree too. All and right. so he yells over and he's like, There's one in the tree. And on the limb of their maple tree, they both turn, they both shoot at that one and knocks it off the limb. But this is where I think like he doesn't fall, they say he floats to the okay. ground. And so they shoot at him again and then he scurries off. So sometimes they're like Flipping. As this, Yeah, sometimes they flip. Sometimes when they're shot, they kind of float. And then when they run off into the weeds, they say they like, it's described, that they run with their hands kind of doing most of the pushing like, forward. Like
1: running on their hands. Yeah,
0: essentially, because their hands were so long and their okay. legs were so little. And they, they refer to it as scurrying. So he scurries off this little creature thing from the tree into the weeds. And then at that same moment... On the northwest corner of the house, another one comes. Okay. So one's run <clears throat> off into the forest. One is now coming around the other side of the house. All right. And they said that the creatures remove, like are moving extremely rapidly. And so they're not sure. That's why they could never say for certain how many there were because at any certain time they could see two or three. Are we seeing the same two or three? Are these Two coming up because the others are getting shot. Because it's dark. You can't see. Yeah. So um, some newspapers said there's 15. But again, they think that's exaggerated. So um, we've shot. I say we like I was there. Mm -hmm. So Lucky and Billy Ray have now shot at these creatures at least four times. So the initial from the back door.
1: So they've only fired four rounds.
0: Mm, Well, if they're both shooting, no.
1: So then eight rounds.
0: Well, between four and eight. Because we've got the first from the back door. Okay. The double shot that was that second one um, through the living room window when they okay. saw him poke his head. Then the third was Lucky shot from the front yard when the creature grabbed Taylor's hair. So what were it? Four? Yeah. Five. And then the fourth was the double shot at the tree. Okay. And so now this other creature's coming around the side of the house. And Lucky brings a shotgun, bears down on it, and fires at a point blank range. And he said it sounded as if it hit a metal bucket. Like it just pings like off cartoons, of it.
1: Like cartoons, like ba doo yeah. something like that. Okay. Yeah,
0: something like that. All right. So thing, again, flips, runs off in the darkness. But they keep saying every single time it, they're seemingly unhurt. They're seemingly unhurt. Like right. they're not reacting. They're not making sounds. At no point in this entire encounter do the creatures make noise or do they see a mouth. Okay. So I, just, I want to make that note for when we get to the conspiracy side because a lot of people believe these were owls. So
1: those people are wrong.
0: <laughs> we'll see. So they go back to the house. They're trying to figure out what their options are. Okay. Like they're eight miles away from the nearest town. They do Hopkinsville. have Hopkinsville. Yes. They yeah. do have vehicles. Okay. Um, but they're like, trying to decide like, what do we do? Do we, yeah. do we hunker down? Do we brave? Um, and then at some point, they have like front and back door lights. And one of the family members said they felt like they noticed that the creatures never got under the light. It was almost like they wanted to stay in the dark. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. So um, we're back in the house. We're trying to decide, or the guys are trying to decide what they want to do. And again, at this point, the creatures have not exhibited any... Aggressive behavior
1: which is cool because they just started shooting at yeah. them so, <laughs> so all of this definitely sh- uh, for status elevation yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's all proportional violence <laughs> so far
0: so all of the shots have been in, have been fired by lucky the humans and yeah and Billy Ray so this whole thing goes on for about four hours if we're going by the first sighting that Billy Ray you know, has with the lights that land in that ravine. Yeah. To the first creature up until this point. um And so.
1: They see aliens and they're like, escalation of force, 100%. Yeah. They start shooting at them. Okay. So, so they, we have probably eight rounds. These guys are keeping count while they're firing. They're firing in loud. So it's probably loud.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: It's, I mean, they, but they're having to reload because they're shooting shotguns, and I don't know what the twenty two is.
0: Well, and there's... could have a
1: cartridge of some sort, depending on what kind of there's rifle some it is.
0: Discrepancy on the shots too. So, yeah, because they're excited. Yeah. Um. So all in all, in these four hours, there are six encounters with these creatures. Okay. And the women are scared. Uh, Miss Langford, who is the oldest, the mom, mm-hmm. she's like, "I'm good." They're not doing us any harm.
1: She's good? Your boys just popped off shots in the living room.
0: She's not panicking yet. Like, she's scared, but she's not...
1: Oh, I'm just used to them shooting from inside the house. It's very normal here.
0: But the other women, the younger women, were terrified. And the kids, there were kids on the farm, were scared. And so... So
1: grandma's like, I've literally lived through the Great Depression in Pearl Harbor. I'm not worried about aliens.
0: Sure, yeah. And so there was at least once in one of the encounters, one of the kids was actually outside... When the creature was fired at.
1: Okay, so they're letting the kids run around. They're just bucking shells.
0: Like they didn't kill one I of themselves. I don't know why the kid was outside. I just know one was. He's like, I gotta see
1: this firsthand. Yeah.
0: And so by the time, like, they've had enough, it's around 11 o'clock. One child's screaming in fear, and they're carrying them all to the car.
1: I can't imagine the ups- how that child could be upset. Or just shooting off shotguns from inside the house.
0: So they decide the best Thing they need to do is they've got to pack everybody up in the cars and they need to get to the police. So it was 11 o'clock when they get in their, their cars and they're heading top speed to the Hopkinsville police station. Okay. Which is around 30 minutes away.
1: So it's like the Flintstones, their little feet are just yep. go, yeah.
0: So um deserted house. Everybody goes to the police station. And this is when the investigators come into the scenario, right?
1: Okay, so they get to the Hopkinsville Police Station.
0: Yes. They and... walk in,
1: and presumably Andy Griffith is on duty, <laughs> and they say, you're not going to believe this.
0: Someone's smoking a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette is yes. what everyone
1: did in those times.
0: Of course, exactly.
1: And they tell Pete, the town drunk, keep an eye on the jail while we're gone because <laughs> he's in there, and they go with the Suttons back to the farm.
0: Yes, so they, they all come in. And one thing that had, like, everybody cooperates who interacted with the Suttons that night, or with everyone in general, was that they were terrified.
1: Okay. They said that they were Like, they're no, actually scared.
0: Yes. They said there was no way they could have been faking to the extent that they all were. Like, they were all clearly yeah. shaken. They were all scared. And so, they go into the station. They're telling the cops, we've just gotten this firefight with these creatures. They've attacked our house. This has been a four-hour ordeal. And so, the police start radio radioing off
1: this is this is 1955 yes so these police are probably easily korean war or world war ii veterans so they're probably like hell yeah time to get back in the action
0: yeah so (laughs) they they go and they tell the police we need your help and so four city police which chief russell greenwell TC Gross, Doris Francis, and Gray Salter drove to the scene.
1: This is the police.
0: The, yes, this is the local city police. But they have made radio contact with state troopers. Okay. So we will introduce there's state troopers, um, Ferguson Riley, and then a deputy sheriff, bats, who all join in like this motorcade to Kelly. So they all <laughs> take their own vehicles and four MPs also. Go. Right. And make note of that because we will talk about timeline. Army MPs. Yes. Okay. So, and this is from the, uh, this source material came from the, across a couple things, but what I'm reading right now with the four MPs was the actual article that was written the day after in the Kentucky. Kentucky New Era, New Era. yeah, yes.
1: which is the the original article.
0: Yes, so this is the original, like the day after. Yes, yeah. So because there is some later revelations on the MPs. Yeah. So they bring out these de- deputy sheriffs, state troopers from Madisonville as well. So there are claims that there was up to like twenty people at, at one point in this.
1: Yeah. Well, look look at it, I mean, like. They call for backup, shots fired, like, you probably want to make sure.
0: Yes, and yeah. they don't know, I mean, they're going based on these scared people who claim they've yeah. been shooting, they could think it's civilians, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So, they find the scene deserted, obviously, um, the family was had followed them back. The officers look around, they say there's no tracks, like, there's no tracks around the house of these, you know, quote-unquote, little men. Mm-hmm. There's no marks indicating anything landed at this described spot that Billy Ray claims he saw the saw the lights land. but there is obviously shots of firefights. So there's like that hole in the screen window. Spent shells. Yes. Um, there, these Sutton and Taylor families are still terrified. I mean they, they said that's very, very clear.
1: like they're they're not crisis actors. No, they're actually scared people.
0: Yes, okay. yes. And so they're walking around, and they said, like, the most exciting thing that occurs that night is one of the officers in the dark steps on a cat's tail. They and, shoot like, it. And, you hear the cat yowling, and then mm-hmm. everyone freaks out because of the howl of the yeah. cat. But other than that, nothing. They don't find anything. There is no evidence of these men or of this.
1: So a family shows up at the police station and says, dude, we've been shooting at aliens all night. Mm-hmm. The cops go out there. They don't see any aliens.
0: Yes. Exactly. That's, a, they don't see anything. But they said that, you know, maybe they're frightened. We don't know. But they also do make note that none of the adults, the alcohol was not involved. So it's not like they were sitting around drinking and imagine this there happening.
1: There was no fine Ruddles mm-hmm. Mills?
0: No, there was no fine Ruddles no, Mills. No. Okay. And so um, they, police are there. They're looking around still. Again, haven't seen anything. Everyone's still very clearly shaken among the Taylors and the Sutton's. They don't want to be there. It's very clear. But the officers, I mean, they have people out there till 2 a.m., and there's nothing found. And so they leave, and apparently at some point in the night, according, again, to the Taylors and the Sutton's, one of the things comes back at, like, 3.30 in the morning. And so
1: somebody probably stayed up and kept watch.
0: I, I mean, would you? I would imagine.
1: You got adrenaline going. You're not like, well, let me just turn in. Yeah.
0: Yes. And so the next day, the Suttons and the Taylors are so shaken that they flee, like they leave the house, especially after that 3.30 in the morning Mm -hmm. encounter. And to this day, there is no solid proof that this happened. They've written off just about all of it with natural. Yeah, so
1: I think one of the things that I read, um, and, and again, I try to like, put myself in these people's shoes right like mm. something's happening something's out there you don't understand it you're shooting at it it's not dying and probably the more you engage the the more I hate to use the word hysteria but the more you become sort of I don't know like wrapped up in what the moment what's going on yes. um but I think one of the things we read that people have said it was great horned owls the only thing that i just can't i'm not saying it's aliens but billy ray taylor probably has like a sick mullet and like that's a country boy like presumably you're gonna tell me they fired all these rounds and didn't hit a single one like kill one or if it was an owl they would have blown that dude right out the sky yes
0: and so that was my thought too so like we can kind of get into the the conspiracy aspect of this. So obviously, there's no proof. Like, you're going based on this family's claim. And I believe, like, one of the kids didn't see anything, which they're children. So, but you're going on 11 different people's account that they saw these creatures. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was one of the things that was really hard to argue is, well, all of these people saw it.
1: We're saying the same thing, but let's, yeah. I mean, to be a skeptic here, they're all related.
0: Well, there's, well, yes. But they're living
1: together. But the more they're shooting and getting worked up, the more that sort of thing is contagious. If you've ever been in a high kind of excitement environment like that, like, I mean, they're shooting out the window. Shit's real.
0: Yeah. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah. It's real to somebody.
0: Well, and they weren't, so they weren't all living in this. Obviously, the Suttons were. Right. They the house. But the tailors were visiting. I think they were actually traveling carnival. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hilarious. Yes. That's the real conspiracy.
0: So, but they all (laughs) saw the same thing, right? And so a couple of the things that get into the conspiracy is the great horned owls. Yeah. If you look into it scientifically, great horned owls are super protective of their nests. um, And so they can get aggressive, which would explain them coming in like close to the house. They're being shot at but my thing is where were the nests and i've also read that
1: that the later kind of skeptics have said hey no they were actually on alcohol you know using alcohol and things of that nature but i feel that the police at the time probably would have i mean
0: they the police at the time stated that no alcohol was involved right i think if these men come in and they're clearly intoxicated police officers would be able to tell
1: so tell us a little bit about the mps why did the military come?
0: Okay. So this, I think, is kind of interesting. Um, So there was a military base, Campbell? Yeah, Fort Campbell. That is half an hour away from Hopkinsville. Okay. Like, it's not close. And so if we follow this timeline, this is what I think is interesting. So if the family leaves their house around 11 mm-hmm. after the shooting, they get to the sheriff's station around 11.15, the police call around to the sheriff, the state police. They're waiting for everybody to arrive at the station before they go to the house. And then it takes them time to get back to the house. So we're looking at 1130, 1145. And if these MPs were there, they would not have had enough time in that 15-minute period to make it from Fort Campbell to the police station to...
1: That's provided they were at Fort Campbell.
0: Exactly. And so this is the conspiracy. So if there's not enough time for them to get from Fort Campbell to the police station before the group left to go back to the house, and they were able to do that, which means they're nearby, right?
1: Could be a courtesy patrol.
0: But why would four MPs be in Hopkinsville after 11 p.m. on a Sunday night?
1: Courtesy patrol. Explain. Courtesy patrol, um, if you've ever been stationed in the military, and lived near a military base, um, the military police units will sometimes perform courtesy patrols out into the civilian areas. Um, just making sure that Joe's aren't doing anything stupid. So for instance, uh, like if you live in Killeen and you go to the bars or a nightclub, it's not uncommon to have MPs out doing a courtesy patrol, just looking for soldiers acting stupid. They're going to pick them up yeah. and try to get them before the, you know, the civilian police do. And, um, all militaries across all echelons have quick reaction forces. So I'm sure there's all this talk of a shootout. It's the frickin' Cold War. You know what I mean? And their are nearby military base. I mean, it's not inconceivable that the MPs were out and about as it was.
0: On a Sunday at 11?
1: Military operates 24 hours. You have people on duty. I mean, you can, you in the middle of the night, long. you can call, yeah. you know, any military uh, installation, someone's going to answer the phone. You have staff duty and things like that.
0: Well, one of the theories is, like, what if the base, like, quote, unquote, lost something? Because remember that shiny meteor that was seen early in the evening? They
1: wouldn't send four regular MPs out to get them. But
0: could they have been, like, out as a part of, like, the search for this thing that went missing? It could have. I mean, I'm just saying, like, maybe they're out searching because they don't know where it landed. Sure. And if it lands in this ravine.
1: I always had to push back, though, when people were like, oh, a military person was involved because a lot of them were like me, just a, just a pretty dumb dude. Like, you're not going to convince me, if dude, if I saw aliens, keep this a secret. Yeah, right. I'm literally telling everyone. That's true. So, well, you know. Well, and no
0: one, like, went into the ravine that night and looked around. So another that goes with this theory At least, nothing that I could find talked about anybody going into the ravine. They wait till the next day, so the army would have had plenty of time to get into the like get into the ravine and retrieve like evidence or anything. Sure, nefarious that was in there.
1: Mm, Nefarious. After we just committed war crimes against (laughs) an intergalactic species.
0: So, um, but. Other people are like, no, it was just the owls. The owls are coming out of the ravine. They're protecting their nests. Yeah, but I don't know if thing, I buy owls, man. See, I don't either because the Suttons lived there, right? They're not doing well, anything I mean, the owls different might... than normal. And why would they continue for four hours to come back? Because the Suttons don't claim to do anything like with weapons or anything like that until they see that creature come. So it's not like they were out hunting or shooting or messing around. At least from their point of view, and disgruntled a great horned owl.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, it's if they hadn't shot any rounds off at these creatures, I'd be like, okay, maybe it's a great horned owl. But the fact that they, they fired at them multiple times, with presumably buckshot, you know, I don't know what the 22 was. Um, Billy Ray, sick mullet, country boy. You can tell me he missed every time.
0: Well, they even say they hit him. They hit him, yeah. They said any so, it sounds like tin thing, but
1: great horned owls might be badass, but like anybody gets shot be, with a shotgun, you're, you know, you kind of physics. Yeah, there it would be evidence. You know, yeah, or, or feathers,
0: blood. or feathers. You think
1: they would have ruffled some feathers? Didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, good. That's good. So but I'm going to leave you before you decide how you feel with like the most interesting part, in my opinion. Of this whole ending of the conspiracy. So we're going a little X-Files with some shady government people.
1: Well, before you get into that. Yeah. A conspiracy alleges that someone's covering this up. Yeah. Why would they be covering this up?
0: You should probably ask the president. Kanye?
1: (laughs) Is that too far into the future? Mm, okay all right but, so why would they be covering it up
0: if, like the air force is somehow involved or was aware of something maybe or maybe they went out there to the ravine and found evidence of these aliens would you want the press going wild with that would you want the public knowing about right it? no
1: i mean if aliens exist and like we have to literally question if god is real right like no, that not necessarily. What? they're not in the bible They don't get mentioned
0: well
1: i mean the implications for everything I mean, why would you listen to a cop? Like, no, bro, I'm going to speed. Aliens are real. I That's I very- mean, gr- granted, like, it would really upset the, the social order of, and of things. Be, yeah,
0: people that get real emotional about it, I'm sure. Well,
1: but, but even more so, I mean, I, I think we were reading into this, and one of the interesting statistics we read is that proportionally, more people believe or more likely to believe that the government – is hiding evidence of aliens, than actually believe aliens might exist. So that if aliens exist, the government is more likely to be hiding evidence of their existence, than they are inclined to believe that aliens even exist at all. Yeah. Which is a pretty fascinating thing.
0: People don't
1: trust their governments. Trust
0: their government.
1: yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, that's based on U.S. studies. It wouldn't surprise me if that was sort of consistent... Across, like, probably most modern, you know, nation states today.
0: That's true. And that's fair. I could see that. Well, and then how do you release information to the public on something you don't understand? I mean, if these right. creatures are able to, and this is back in the 50s, if they're able to travel for whatever reason, whether or not they're violent or what they're here for. And we
1: just barely mastered the airplane. Yeah.
0: And we're still in black and white. Yeah. As you so pointed out earlier. Yes. Mullets and all, mullets smoking, <laughs> smoking in hospital. Smoking in hospital, pretty awesome. So, how do you explain that to people without call it, like causing mass hysteria? Right,
1: like you can Sorry. only describe what you y- yourself understand.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Which is like a lot of the flying saucer. Like they they want to say, well, scientifically, those movements or or flight patterns can't exist because they can't exist in ways that we understand energy and travel and and things of that nature.
0: Yeah, so. This is where I want to get like a little X Files on you. There was a story that ran August 22nd in the Evansville Press, and this is quoted from that story. Fort Campbell authorities today sent Major Albert Corin to this scene to investigate. But what's interesting is in 1955 military, there was n- nothing that could be found about Albert Corrin. Like that's not a common name, right? And so, so the and if you
1: newspaper look, printed that name.
0: Yes, the newspaper, but if you, like, there were people who were looking through the Department of the Veterans Affairs database, so people who were in World War II, went home, like, there's nothing, like, a, that could be connected to this Albert Corin at Fort Campbell.
1: Like, he doesn't exist at all? Because that would be pretty... <laughs> Crazy.
0: So that's what I'm saying.
1: Or it's a misprint.
0: But why wouldn't you come forward like someone all these years later and say, no, it wasn't Albert Corin, It was Alfred. Alfred Corin, right?
1: Although I'd be hard pressed to think that like the gumshoe journalist would misprint that name.
0: I mean, sure. But there was a guy named Major John Albert who was in the military and he reported being at Kelly. So. Okay. Well, that, so it's that it guy. Could be could be. I just feel like Albert Corin and John Albert are, are like way off.
1: But John Corin said he was, or John Albert.
0: No, no, yeah.
1: Major John Albert said he was at Kelly. Yes. So he and was so the Evan major there. Could
0: have gotten his his name wrong. Right. So so, but like, what I come back to is the family. Like, I feel like you're not stupid. You live in the cabin. Like, they would know what an owl looks like. Right. If they lived out there, they they probably have seen owls. And then they got so much heat, and so they are super. I mean, they the Suttons got like dragged through the mud. So
1: probably humiliated. Yeah, called cranks.
0: And why would you make up this whole story? Or I don't know. I just can't get that.
1: That's what I'm saying. They, They saw something. Yeah, something.
0: You think mass hysteria? I well, all right.
1: I'm not I don't I don't buy the the great horned owls.
0: No. So I'm then, not
1: sure I would have to on a scale of like buzzed to blackout drunk, I think at at this point, knowing what I know about the world in general, I'd I'd have to be pretty blackout to believe that this is a uh, actual alien invasion. But I do think that they saw something. And I, I'm not convinced that there's enough evidence this is just an actual cover up or a conspiracy. It, it'd be one thing if like investigators and you know all kinds of people showed up and they cordoned off the area and wouldn't let anybody back in. But I kind of feel like they showed up and they were like, Well, I don't see anything. There's
0: a lot of people.
1: It is a lot of people. But they're they're normal people. So if they would have seen something extraordinary I feel like they would have said something. There's no way you can convince all these people to hide something. So I think you're in a weird place where there's not necessarily a conspiracy to cover it up. But more that something extraordinary happened from the for these people's perspective. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I could see the conspiracy being the government not wanting to release information that it knew or didn't know well yeah well, why I would really you volunteer
1: information if you don't need to and
0: if you can write off oh these people living out in you know a podunk area in kentucky they meh,
1: yeah what do these hillbillies it's gray, know great horned out yeah
0: but that was that was posited by a lot of to so the conspiracy modern is, skeptics but it, i'm saying you it's know, making them like I could see the conspiracy being the fact that it did happen, it was aliens, and the government wrote it off as something else and embarrassed and ruined the lives of these people for a period of time because they didn't want the public to have the information or to, uh, to hear about it.
1: Yeah, but but that implies that the government actively did something to coerce either the journalists or you know the people that are reporting on this So pushing
0: a cover-up as itself.
1: Well, maybe Mm -hmm. there is no cover-up. And maybe there's not an actual conspiracy here. But maybe what happened is there's, like, some people who were frightened, truthfully. Billy Ray Taylor's mullet shrunk an inch when he saw that alien. Understandable. But there's no cover-up. You don't believe me? I don't. I'm Billy Ray Taylor. And
0: neither does Ruddles Mill.
1: Well, I don't know.
0: So you would have to be blackout to believe that the government could have been covering this up for. Oh, no. I
1: believe the government cool. would cover stuff up, just not this one. Because, see, I don't think. I don't think it was owls. No. I don't think it was aliens.
0: So there's no plausible explanation then.
1: Well, it probably is. We just don't know what it is.
0: Well, those are all the. the- Explanations from Only scientists. sits
1: dealing absolutes. <laughs> that's, that's a fact, I believe.
0: So you, blackout drunk, don't think. I mean, you're not, but you'd have to be. But you don't think Yeah, the I think I would.
1: No, be. I do believe the government. But I don't see where they where they forced their hand here. Exactly. They're not that good. Not in 1955. Well, you don't know. Yeah, I do. You just told me the whole story.
0: But you weren't alive then, so you don't know no, what. No, I wasn't. You know, what was going on behind closed doors. What were all the generals with made up names? It's a lot of conjecture <laughs> with made up names, doing <laughs> hence the conspiracy.
1: Yeah. So, is, did you just create your own conspiracy about this? That's how it happens.
0: <laughs> that there's made up generals.
1: Yeah. Next thing you know,
0: Evansville Press get back.
1: Mate. Yeah. So okay, so I, I think to wrap up here, my position is is as I don't really believe those aliens. Um, I think they saw something, something that frightened them genuinely. Okay. Um, and not necessarily buying the horned owls, just because I think that if they would shot as much as they did, mm-hmm. they would have hit one of those dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. I just I would have to know more. I mean, you you bring up a good point about the MPs being close by, mm-hmm. and I counter with, of course, like yeah, there's courtesy patrols, there's QRF teams. Um, and I guess if you are the nefarious meddling general who's trying to hide aliens from Americans, you send them out and wait to hear if they find anything. If they don't find anything, you don't actually have to cover anything up. That could be a possibility.
0: And a realm of possibilities. These people are so startled that they ended up staying elsewhere the next day. So it gave them plenty of time to come and do whatever... Yeah, I think if they would have swept
1: happens. it, they would have kicked him out that night. I think they got there and saw nothing. Genuinely, if there was a conspiracy, they didn't have to do anything. Because nobody found anything.
0: I think there were aliens.
1: Do you think aliens are real?
0: Yeah. I've watched the X-Files. Okay. I've been well, to Rosalind once. So.
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm just skeptical. I think that... If genuinely this was an alien encounter, there would have been more follow up. Like, hey, uh, bros, y'all just open fire on unarmed dudes. There were big written. problem.
0: There was a there was like a well, I mean, maybe they consider this an article, but I'll link all of it and our socials.
1: Mm, but okay. it exists.
0: Yeah, it exists. Okay. So, so, so I'm not gonna finish. Convinced. No, I'm not. All
1: right. One of them has to come talk to me personally.
0: I'll I'll reach out to the Little Green Men, myself.
1: Please do. Okay. Um, they can find us at Libations and Revelations <laughs>
0: <laughs> podcast. Libations yeah. and Revelations, brought to you podcast. by Rogue Media.
1: <laughs> no, so I'm gonna finish with. Um, I'd have to be blackout okay. to to believe this is a actual conspiracy an actual cover up. I just don't see the evidence that there was any sort of additional interference here. I I think that the the sudden Family and the uh, the Taylors saw they they had something happen, um, but I don't think that there's any overarching conspiracy here. It's
0: fair, but you got to listen to a cool story and drink
1: uh, Ruddle's Mill.
0: Ruddle's Mill, pretty solid.
1: And the next time you hear from us, we're going to be going a little bit deeper. What are we gonna be talking about, Kaylin?
0: You will be talking. I will be throwing in some some quips and questions uh, with Operation Gladio
1: operation gladio so do a little reading on that before you catch us on the next episode um stay skeptical
0: and maybe a little buzzed. and
1: question everything definitely a little buzzed <laughs>
0: just just not why you're at work or driving
1: well it depends on where you work or where From you're driving home. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you all for tuning in to another episode of libations
0: and revelations be
1: sure to find us
0: on anywhere you get your podcasts and on rogue media network
1: thank y'all and cheers